Ricardo. All right, everybody, welcome to a brand new edition of the Swift Kicks podcast. I'm Alex. With me, as always, are Ben and Steve, a.k.a. Sex Panther. Before we get started... Just to clarify, that's not both of us. That is only one of us. We're a package deal. Ben and Steve, otherwise known as Sex Panther, uh, from now on. Dibs on the Panther. Yeah. <laughs> Who's top? Uh, anyway, apparently Steve, top of the league. Yeah, top of the league. Right now. <laughs> we'll get into that. But before we get started, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Like it, share it with anyone you know who loves the beautiful game. Also, be sure to follow us on swiftkickspod.com for all your latest news. If you want to write for us, please go to swiftkickspod.com slash contact. Get in contact with us, and we'll be happy to see what you can do for us. Uh, on this episode, we have some... Dramatic FA Cup results. Sorry, Ben. Plus, the Premier League gets back underway, finally. I feel like we've been saying that for like three weeks. There's some crazy things going on in La Liga right now. There's some crazy things going on in Serie A right now. I don't know if you guys saw the Milan derby. That was nuts. Uh, the Barcelona-Atleti game was also nuts. And then, as we said, Steve's just come off his bender uh, after going nuts because Celtic we're still steaming top of the league <laughs> oh and by the way usa seems to have dug themselves out of a hole um did they I think, though i think they're kind of closer to qualifying for the world cup than maybe we thought they were but we'll come back to that yeah we'll see oh and uh wayne rooney has a drinking problem um so according to wayne rooney uh, yeah according to wayne rooney himself let's, so let's start there what okay what Tell me uh, more. Yeah, that was so cool. Wayne Rooney came out in the press this week saying that uh, while he was a player and had a lot of uh, the, the pressures of being a player, he turned to drink in order to cope with those pressures. Classic. Ben, does, that, does that explain anything he for you? Does say, that um, he was talking about like um, how it, it added like unpredictability to his game and then when he stopped drinking that it like made him more tame and like lost yeah. it lost a little bit of his game which i thought was interesting i mean yeah, i feel like he's the last vendors. i feel like he's the last one to the party with that like when he got in that bust up in dc didn't he get like a drunken public at the dc airport or yeah, something he got like that? yeah it was in I'm dc choose to believe it. i'm gonna choose to believe it was at the airport and then uh, he's that guy that's flight is canceled. It's just hammered yelling at the bartender. Um, <laughs> also, it would have been cool to have been at that airport and been like, yo, Rooney, let's, uh, let's have a beer. But not like, why would you? With the memory, DC right. United superstar Wayne Rooney arrested at Dulles Airport for public intoxication in January 2019. All right. So, show's over. Um, nice seeing you guys. Oh, <laughs> before I screw anything up. No. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you come out with that after the Mooney Rooney incident? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He was like, all right, I haven't been in trouble for drinking in a while. Right. Time to just... mention I have a drinking problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. What, what are we going to learn in the very near future about Wayne Rooney that is going to be tied to this? That's what I'm excited to hear. Right. Um, so, no, not a surprise. Uh, it sounds like he just figured it out, though. Yeah. I mean, kind of, uh, you know, getting some some high praise lately for doing bits with Darby trying to get them out of relegation, despite, you know, a massive point drop. 
And uh, where are they? Well, you just keep. I'm going to find out. You keep second going. to bottom. Second to bottom. Second to bottom. Uh, wow. They actually, I think they had. They just recently had a draw. I think, which actually kind of makes things a little bit more problematic for them, uh, just because of games in hand and that kind of stuff. But not still like not out of the realm that they could uh, get out of relegation zone. Oh, by the way, Steve Bruce is back. Um, Brucey, we have we have so much to get into. Yeah, so so Derby County, right? Yeah, second to bottom. Wayne yeah. Rooney turns down the Everton job. They offered yeah. it to him. They said, here you go. And he was like, you know what, guys? I got to get Darby out of the situation. Puts on his goddamn cape. He's a hero. <laughs> and says, I'm going to lead Darby out of relegation. Can you think of anyone else that would have done that? Like, that's nuts. I couldn't think of anyone else. It's a tremendous amount of respect for the man for doing it. But might be an idiot. But it also might, might have been drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's probably drunk. Um, also explains... Um, lamps entrance video right if everton oh. released a video introducing wayne rooney as the new manager in that fashion it would have made more sense than lamps so they were just like they have a way to go to get out of that relegation zone they'll be all right yeah no, i i, I, I rewatched that lampard introduction video and i was just wondering if it was more like a talk show intro than anything tonight on lampard right to so those goes, who don't have the table in front of them uh, Darby, who were deducted X amount of points. What was it, like 20-something? Po- 21. 21. 21 points um, from the current campaign are sitting second to bottom in 23rd place. Barnsley at 14 points. Darby at 15 points. Peterborough's at 20 points. And then Reading, the first team out of the drop zone, are at 22 points. So really... They've got seven point different, yeah, seven point difference. Yeah, come on, Peter. I mean, if you look at the last five games from the previous, you know, the the bottom five, no, four teams, they're doing okay. (laughs) There's a green check mark in those last five fixtures, so that's okay, I guess. I don't. Ben, you're a big Peterborough fan, right? Love them. What do you (laughs) What do you make getting drawn up against Man City? Um, I'm here for it, man. I think the Posh are probably the better squad. Um, they wear blue better. Um, honestly, that is the coolest thing about football, right? Yeah. Is when those games happen. Do they stand a chance? Probably not. Um, but Peter B. United have been kind of on a tear lately. Um, if you just think like three or four years ago, they were in like League Three, like they've yeah. been progressively climbing. So yeah. I'm rooting for them. I'm excited to see it. Um, I don't think it'll happen, but I'm definitely gonna be watching it. Yeah. It's interesting the goal difference on those bottom teams. Like Darby, do you know where Darby were sitting at before they got that point deduction? I believe on your mom. Nice one. Um, Barnsley at negative 26 goal difference. Peterborough at negative 32. Reading at negative 22. Cardiff at negative 17. Darby at negative two goals. Darby? Yeah, Darby are. Which is just crazy. Like if you look at the company that they surround themselves in. They were like first or second when, when they got hit with that. I mean, it was early in the was season. It, was it that, was that high up the table? I believe they were they were up there. And in fairness, it was like the third week, so I don't think yeah, that's fair was, to kind of like yeah, everything's so fluid at the beginning of the so throw. I forgot that Swansea had updated their badge. That looks strange. Did um, they? yeah, if you look at it, it's like a bad Photoshop. It's still the it's still the Swan, but it's in a strange circle now. It's not like. On its own, Stoker in 14th place. Are we ever going to see them in the Prem again? No, no, not right there with them. Blackburner at at or in second right now. 
That'll be interesting. When was the last time Blackburn? Yeah, that would be cool to see Blackburn back. Yeah, like 2010. Yeah. Alan Shearer out of retirement. (laughs) (laughs) I think they were on like the 98 FIFA. Were they in it as recent as 2010? Oh, yeah. Blackburn? Yeah, for sure. Blackburn, yeah. I can't remember when they went down, but they kind of had like a... I think a couple times where they went maybe like down and up, maybe. I don't really know. Maybe when they went down, I was like... They've just been down there since, but they're in second right now, and they're looking pretty healthy. Five points off top. So bless you, bless you. <laughs> yeah, just ruined their show. Please yeah. wear <laughs> Anyway, so big FA Cup weekend. Uh, ben Manchester United. Yo, David the Hair cannot save a PK in a shootout to save his life. <laughs> All right, but. Wasn't this the game where the the Middlesbrough keeper didn't save anything, right? It was just yeah. because somebody missed that he. That, it was uh, eight seven. Yeah. For, and then I think you saw on Twitter today, um, Bruno Fernandez missing pretty much an open net. Was yeah, it the on, on Twitter at the, at the uh, yeah on the day of the game? But yeah, I mean, you had not only that, but you had uh, Cristiano Ronaldo missing his own penalty just in regular time during that. Who game. else's penalty is he gonna miss? his own but he yeah. missed his own penalty and i mean uh, united are in shambles yeah i think united mm-hmm. are turning into the team that everyone thinks they are and i think they're letting it happen so like i think the the players are like you know what they keep saying we're not this good we're not this good here we go mm-hmm. and then like the drama is always placed on yep yeah, there you go the drama is always placed on like paul pogba and it's never about form Right. For some right. reason, Diego Dallet's playing and Luke Shaw isn't. And Juan Basaka was playing. They were killing it. So they have him benched for some reason. Uh, Veron, who's apparently rated an 89 on FIFA, it's just an absolute dude. trash. Yeah. Um, I've been saying this for yep, Jaden Sancho is kind of coming into his own, but like on a bad team. So really, I think United are just going to hit cruise control and try to finish in Europe. I mean, they're still in the Champions League, so they got that coming going for them. But like, yeah, it, it's hard to root for them with everything going on. And it should have been an easy win. Middlesbrough was, uh, what was it? Chris Wilder threw another three-five-two at a Premier League team, and it worked out. <laughs> Joke, right? So Chris Wilder's in the press saying United aren't the Giants that they are, but we we can take it to him. Got his boys all fired up. Yeah, they, I mean, they won that game. Like nothing against Middlesbrough. United should beat. <laughs> A team like that every time, though. Yeah. Did you see Sol Bamba no. on uh, on Middlesbrough? So he he uh, after the game. Well, first let's like let's bring up let's talk about Manu real quick. Um, so I'm gonna show you the image that Ben was talking about uh, with Bruno Fernandez. I mean, this was a strike that essentially basically grazed the outside of the left post. That's shocking. Uh, so, who is this? Over, is this against Middlesbrough? Yeah, right. So Fernandez is in line with the PK spot, like a foot to the right of it. The goalkeeper is all the way over to the far to the right post. Defender chasing down Fernandez, and Fernandez has probably about I don't know twelve foot of goal to just pass the ball in. He shanks yeah. it left into the post. Yeah. Um, how's that orator skills for you listeners? Um, yeah. But it, I think the the post exactly said something to the tune of "sums up Man United's 
season. Yep. And yep. yes, it does. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Soul Bamba. I want to call him Soul Bamba. His name is Soul Bamba. Uh he he's somebody that I, I think he's been with like Chris Wilder for like he just kind of travels around with him. Um and he started like over at PSG, like way back in the day. Um, uh, like when they weren't good um in 2004 and he's just kind of been in like a traveling man um like he was at cardiff leeds he, i think he's played at, in celtic or not celtic uh in scotland over at hibs like he, he's just kind of been everywhere but anyway he everybody was celebrating uh winning the game and he's just kind of like standing in the background just with like this like glum face on and i think i think he later sent out a tweet and it was like I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> like, I just, everybody's celebrating and everything. And he's like, nah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> but yeah, that was obviously one of the bigger upsets. Um, then there's also some talk uh, again about our boy. Uh, uh, who's the uh, Yeah. <laughs> My mind's blanking. It's been a long day. Mason? Mason? Not Mason Greenwood. Uh, mm. About. Help me out. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is really painful. Is this Manchester United? Yeah, Manchester United striker. Is it where are they now? Is it where are they now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the striker that was going to get sold but didn't get sold, Cavani? Jesse Lingard. Oh, um, Lingard. And uh, he basically, Thor Ragnarok was out in the press. Um, and he was saying that, so Edison Cavani came back from international break and he re- requested some days just to sort of get himself back acclimated and everything. And they said, that's okay. Uh, and then in this press conference, Ragnick also said that Lingard had also been given some days to basically get his b- mental right or whatever. And it's another case of where Jesse Lingard has had to go out in social media and say, no, 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 like they didn't give this to me. It was essentially like, or I didn't come and ask for it. It was offered to me to tell me to basically take some time off because you know he basically had a yo-yo last day of the transfer deadline day where he thought he was going to go off to Newcastle, and now he's you know stuck in a team where uh, I don't know if he's likely to play. Um, Yo, and is, and it's just Ragnick. another one of like like I don't know if it's Ragnick's like you know just German like straight to the point, but this is probably like the second or third time I could think of with a player where he's kind of said something in the press that like is kind of either not been true or just not been a hundred percent true. Yeah. I think Ragnick's struggling with communication hmm. and I don't mean that like, you know, right. Dude speaks English as a second or third language. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but ultimately it is almost identical to the Martial situation. Yeah. And our boy, Messi Lingard's like guys that I didn't even have the option to play. Um, I think the challenge there is like, Why? What yeah. are you trying to prove? The boy, Ragnick brings more drama than Jose. Like, yeah. and it's all internal. So like, you're not, you're hearing just like the surface of it. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're having that kind of communication breakdown at the press, what do you think is going on in the locker room? Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, what did he just say? Yeah. He said, yeah. take your boots off. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 knock your boots off. There's two separate things. So like, yeah, that's going to be detrimental. That's going to yeah. be a problem. Like they either need to get him some PR coaching or I hate to say it, a translator. You know what I mean? Like there's something there that's just continuing to cause issues and it's yeah. stupid stuff. Like no one benefits in that situation. 
like out of context, which is how I read it as well. Out of context, basically, the guy said when asked why Messi Lingard was not available, he said, "Oh, he, he had op- basically he said something." I think his exact words were, "He's been given the same as Cavani and been given a couple days right to get right before coming back." Right. And and Lingard basically was like, "Yo, I, I wanted to play. I wasn't given the opportunity to play. I was ready to play." Yeah, it's it's like they got to the same point where yes, they were both kind of off to have like a couple of days to get, you know, ready to play. But I think one was more of a like, hey, I just traveled. I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of older now. Like I just want a couple of days to relax. And the other one was the club went to the player and said, hey, we know we kind of like yeah. messed you around a little bit. Take a couple of days. We'll get you back into the rotation next weekend. Like that's all he had to say. But how it came out was, yeah, <laughs> he also took a couple of days. Uh, because he's not ready right it um, almost seemed to me the way i was interpreting it is they were making a um sorry they're making a case that jesse lingard has a uh has an attitude problem yeah regarding <laughs> the what's up that like it'll come back to that. Like, so it sounds like jesse lingard has an attitude problem regarding not being sold that's how i took it initially yeah. you know what i mean yeah and i don't i don't think that's the case i think jesse lingard is about to be offered the opportunity of a lifetime and he's there for it yeah We'll see. Uh, so I was talking about Sol Bamba. Um, I, f- I finally pulled up some stuff about him. But yeah, he uh, he had beaten cancer as well. So that was another another reason that it was a big thing. But he basically oh, came awesome. on and, and took a pen. This is, this is his touch map for the game. <laughs> There's just nothing the on PK the PK spot. <laughs> yeah. Just the PK spot. Uh, and I think he tweeted, it's the map for me with some crying emojis. Um, and then, yeah, this is the, this is the image of <laughs> him just... <laughs> What a feeling for Burra, but uh, hasn't quite sunk in. Sunk in rather for Soul Bamba, uh, and if you know my internet will ever work on time, uh, it's just him, just looking like absolutely glum. Just couldn't have a care less in the world. Uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, there's a um, some other things. There's this Plymouth Argyle like gave Chelsea a scare. What's that? Dude, that says he doesn't want to play in the FA. He was hoping the FA Cup would be done. He's like, oh, that's one less right. game I had to worry about. Plymouth Argyle, right. Chelsea. I yeah. thought that game was, was over. Good. Yeah. And then? And it wasn't. <laughs> Chelsea figured it out. <laughs> no. I, I just remember. So I wasn't watching that game intently. I had the scores up on my phone like you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, one all, like, what is it, the 75th minute or 65th minute or something like that. I was like, one all, no way. And then yeah. switched it on. Sure enough, Chelsea kind of just were done messing about. And uh, I I was hoping, because it was after United, so I was really hoping United, United wouldn't go down, like, as yeah. the only team. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. there's a com- misery and company or whatever the saying is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Chelsea are struggling, though. I think Chelsea have not been the same since um, Lukaku had that drama. Yeah. And then, you know, to have to beat a team like Plymouth Argyle in the 106th minute, 105th plus stoppage, I think it was, um, is just wild to me. Like it, And they, they fielded a pretty good team. It's not yeah. like they're just showing, throwing, you know, their scrubs out there. And the same is true for Man United. Um you know, Lukaku started, Hudson Adoy started. Um Zayat started. <laughs> right. Like Jorginho, good Kovacic. <laughs> the only Rudiger, person that didn't play is Pulisic because he was traveling from the frozen tundra. Um, 
yeah. But yeah, it it's that's crazy to me. I was yeah. I was rooting for him. So there was that game, uh, and then also you had the what was it, the West Ham and Kidderminster game, which was incredible. Uh, I think it was Alex Penny opened the scoring in like the twentieth minute uh, for Kidderminster, and then Declan Rice basically came on and said, uh, "No, this is how this game is going to go," and decided to score in the ninety-first minute, and then. I mean, it's typical West Ham. Is it's Declan Rice and Jared Bowen basically carrying the squad the entire way. Jared Bowen scored in the 121st minute, um, the very last minute of extra time before it was about to go to PKs, uh, to basically steal away one of the greatest like storylines of the FA Cup so far. Um, but yeah, West Ham one two one. I guess they get to go on to the next round. But I mean, if you're West Ham, that was that was not a game that you needed to be going 121 minutes through. You know what I mean? Like. Especially if they're looking, I know Ben thinks that they're a mid-table team, but it's probably because David Moyes doesn't know how to manage. <laughs> well, did you see the picture of him having a uh, having a beer with the Kidderminster uh, team managers afterwards? No, that's not surprising. He was that's having a probably, Budweiser. Yeah, he was probably like, "Yo, I'll buy you a drink if you throw this game because I can't beat you." Because I'm a well, wasn't Moisey like a coach, uh, like down in a lower level league before? He like was. I couldn't tell you where he was from. We looked this up recently. Steve, um, hit me hmm. with the facts. Yeah. Come on, Scuba Steve. Facts of – sorry, I was pulling up today's uh, – yeah. David Moyes history. Steve's sitting oh. there listening to 50 Cent with his headphones on. <laughs> what, what, what sort of what, – what history do you want to know about David Moyes? I, I would like up. to know where – His first kiss took place. <laughs> where he first coached. Um, Where he first while, coached was at Preston Bournemouth. North End. Preston, Preston North, North End. End, yeah. And then he went to uh, Everton, oh, and then good. went straight. And then he went straight into it. Everton. And then he United. stayed at mid table for like twenty years. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right. Mid table, Everton, <laughs> or right, <so> Manchester United. <laughs> he did. He ran them right That is the most. Lower level stadium locker room. No, 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 but uh, but it gets better. Yeah. Okay, so this is the first picture, right? They're having they're having a couple of beers. Could have been a Rubens Bruce, but unfortunately, it's a Budweiser. Um, what team is this? Then, this is Kidderminster Harriers. So they play in like the seventh league of the English football yep. league, right? Look Holy at this. Shit. Look at this. This is the manager. He's got his desk right in his windowless room. Please zoom in on the assistant manager's this desk. This is the assistant manager's desk. Yo, so you know, like when you're like a col- this is like a college Yo, this is a night t- <laughs> nightstand. <laughs> so you know when you're like in middle school and they like have to roll out a desk when they don't quite have wow. one for the <laughs> Yo, the fridge yeah, is dude. behind him. Those Budweisers <laughs> were in that fridge. Yeah. hundred percent. Wow. Oh, that's brilliant. I wish it was Boddington's. Yeah. This that. is amazing. This is definitely a power move. Um, yeah, you get to go sit over here in this tiny desk. That's that's what gets to happen. And this here. is yeah, this is West End step. Wow, this is crazy. But yeah, I mean, great little picture, great little this after the game story. Magic, line. magic of the FA Cup, huh? I don't think it would have happened if West Ham would have lost, to be honest. But for sure, <laughs> yeah, that's probably wouldn't have got released. And, uh, they um, also would have broken out the expensive beer. Let's right, see. exactly. <laughs> yeah, right, it's Boise. Get the. Sh- Get the Budweiser. <laughs> uh, and then other big upset. Bournemouth. The biggest upset. Losing to the Wood. Bournemouth. Wood. Wood. Yeah. 
Mark Ricketts, 38th minute goal, sending Bormwood through to the next round of the FA Cup. You guys got to guess the song they listen to after their games. That's their celebration song. What do you mean? I heard we are the champions. We are the champions is one bet. So they've won a game. They got on one jam. What are they throwing on, Steve? Uh, the song is Teenage Dirtbag by Weedle. Oh, that's right. I've seen yeah. them sing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Do it's we, is that a song that I should be familiar with? Yes. No. <laughs> yes, Steve, it is. Ask your missus. She'll know what it is. Ask your missus. Uh, I'll, I'll ask in a bit. Forum Wood, right? Outshot 18 to 3. Let's be correct in how we address them. Their nickname is The Wood. So we yeah, The just Wood be calling them had wood. 17% of the possession. Yeah. 17% of possession. It's pretty limp for The Wood. Yep, and the 37-year-old scores a, a winner in the 38th minute. Definitely what popped a, a pill legend. beforehand. Yeah, that's awesome. That is that is the ups and downs of uh, the FA Cup right there. And yeah. then who has the drawing come out for them yet? Who are they playing? Yeah, they play Everton uh, in March. Yeah, next round of FA Cup is all March second. All Dude, the games I can get behind hating lamps. So <laughs> bring on the wood. Like, that's what we're saying there. Yeah. Uh, so the fifth round draw. Uh, you have Crystal Palace, Stoke City, Peterborough, Man City, uh, Middlesbrough, Tottenham, Nottingham Forest at Huddersfield, uh, Luton Town, Chelsea. Liverpool, Eesh. North City, an all-Premier League matchup, sort of, kind of. Uh, Everton at the Wood, and Southampton versus West Ham. I guess another Premier League matchup. Mm-hmm. So two Prem matchups in the fifth round, but a couple of a uh, couple of Cinderella teams, if you will. How many rounds through. is it? Do you know? Uh, after the fifth round, I think they're down to the final. quarterfinals, then the semis and final. That's exciting stuff, man. It's That's pretty, cool. you know, it's pretty good for, I mean, especially for Bor- the Wood uh, to get to that far. But like Luton Town, um, even Middlesbrough. It's on the championship know, side now. Yeah. Um, Nottingham Forest, you know, the likes yeah. of that. To give you guys more insight, this is like a USL 2 team. Right. Like the Wood. Huh. Oh, they're, oh they're, yeah. They're, yeah. they're a non league team. Yeah. Well, shoot, if they're seventh division, they're below USL 2. Yeah. Um, did you guys also see the malice in the palace that almost unfolded in so what Leicester in England? Yeah. The, yeah. the nope. Leicester fan that uh, charged and assaulted Nottingham Forest players threw a punch. Uh, multiple punches. At, yeah. Multiple punches at one of the players. And then the players started throwing a couple, couple swings yeah. back. I, I think one may have made a connection, but uh, yeah. So that guy's been banned for life uh, forever. Um well, Nottingham and Leicester are like big rivalry, apparently. Yeah. Uh, it's like eternal rivals. And then Leicester kind of went out of that out of that place and went to the Prem. So they never really play each other that often anymore. Yeah. So they faced off there. And uh, yeah, they Nottingham had scored a goal. Dude, that, what was the final result of that game? It was like 4 1, some of that? Yeah. They, they scored like, yeah. Nottingham I scored. I didn't know like, this happened. I saw the score line. Nottingham scored like three goals, like unanswered goals. Um, and they were celebrating in a corner, the Nottingham players, and a Leicester fan like jumped over and just started and just got in the mob and like the mob of players that were celebrating the goal and just started swinging. And 
had swung had gotten a few swings on, on, on a few of the different players and and some of the players started swinging back and that guy was restricted and has been banned from all lesser city fixtures for life Restrained. from yeah. now on for but, fear uh, of uh copywriting uh i'll just show you a picture yeah right they're here. away too think about that this gentleman yeah. here uh apparently well not even apparently it was, yeah, was on camera nice by, by three million people <laughs> um yeah came out came out swinging uh, a 19 year old charged with three counts of common assault going on to playing area at a football huh. match. That's interesting. They show his name and everything right there. That was different names that I had read earlier and different ages as well. That means yeah. he's been charges yeah. have been pressed. I mean, good on, uh, I think it was Lester. They were like, yeah, we know who this person is. And you know, they just, they're never <laughs> going to be part of anything. <laughs> they, so. they knew who he was. Yeah. Apparently they, they kind of knew exactly they was he was on their list. <laughs> Top of the league. That is, is sex that? panther. <laughs> this that is, is that is a sex panther. One of our listeners asking what's there. They might be the wood, but Bournemouth are managed by a former brainless kick and chase footballer, Scott Parker. Oh man. Um, Scott Parker had another beauty on. Yeah. Uh, you guys talk away because I'm gonna try and find a picture of another of Scott what? Parker's another beauty of like a double jacket. Uh, oh yeah who's scott parker in charge of now uh he's the manager of bournemouth okay bournemouth okay yeah he used to be a charlton yeah um dude that's crazy about that fan though like the best is lester were like was it brian it was brian (laughs) okay all right he's out we got it we thought this was coming thanks for calling that's wild um i think yeah i think you have a real big opportunity to screw that up if you don't handle it correctly. Like you, you handle that poorly, all of a sudden you got that happening all across the league, like all leagues. I, it's just wild to me that he was an away fan. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you'd expect that from a home fan, strength and number. Instead, he's traveled with a team, <laughs> gone down, butchered your pun. <laughs> That's all right, Stu. Um, <laughs> on to the next one. <laughs> Chin up, Tell Stu. us another yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah, keep the puns coming. I'll butcher yeah. them all. <laughs> or I'll just go on mute and let them do it. Um, Scott what Parker. are you pulling up, Alex? Uh, Scott Parker. Double jacket? I mean, look at this. What the hell is he wearing? Okay, that one looks a little strange. Yeah. I thought Scott Parker like usually pulls him off in like the pre in the past, but like this one's a little strange. Yeah, it kind of looks like if Superman and Tom Cruise had a baby together. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you on that one. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. At all. No, no, that's that's holy shit. Yeah. That, that is him. That would be coming to a Twitter near you soon. That is amazing. Wow, that's I. All right, going back on mute. Please, Stu, did I redeem myself? Probably not. That's all right. Yeah. Anyway, prime idiot. All right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> So there's that. Uh, the FA Cup. Anyway, so that was uh, a lot of fun for all of us watching. Um, but I don't think anybody had any more fun this weekend than Steve did. Um, and that's not because of the Sex Panther behind him. That is because Celtic are top of the league. Um, the door was left a little bit open by Rangers. And Celtic have blown right through that. Steve, tell us what happened. A 3-0 drumming. That could have been... That could have been... That could have been probably like five or six nil, if we're being honest. There was quite a few uh, saves that McGregor had to be forced into. Um, 
awesome game. Um, they came out. I mean, right off the bat, I don't know. Did you guys any? Did you guys happen to tune in? I know it was a midweek, so it's yeah. tough to watch. But okay, yeah, cool. Um, right, right from right, yeah, right from the beginning, Celtic just went for it. I don't know if they smelled blood. I don't know if it was just like we're just gonna outwork them and out out just out effort in every regard. But the chances were were coming, and they were getting uh, more and more concrete chances. Um, and they just kept coming in. And by, by the time they went into halftime, I mean, they scored two goals right before halftime. I think the 42nd, like the 45th minute, I think. They scored two goals right before halftime. It's 3-0. And I think that's the best time if you're winning to be scoring goals is is right before halftime, you know? Yeah. As the, as the teams are walking right into the dressing room, you just hammer them twice real quick just to let them know, like, hey, like, you got to come in the second half as well. They did manage to stop the bleeding in the second half, and then they, the final result was 3-0. But I think to keep – the side that was previously number one to uh, go uh, a clean sheet at home and to put three against them um, without some missing first team players like Kyogo wasn't playing. Kalmak had the had the uh, he had a facial injury during training and like was very he's wearing the Batman face mask. Yeah, he's wearing the Batman face mask, which I can only imagine how difficult that would be to play in. Yeah. No matter what, like just. I I can't imagine how difficult that is. Um, Talk about sort of like how is there sort of a I don't know how long has it been since since Celtic has been top of the league because were they they weren't top at all maybe like at the you know week one or whatever last season. Yeah, Rangers but, went undefeated. Right, yeah, so I don't, I don't it's, think... it's been a while since this has been you top of the league. Yeah, right? I, I think us top of the league for some reason. I'd have to double check, but for some reason, I remember when things started getting really bad. Like you guys remember talking about Dubai, yeah. that whole trip during yeah. the winter time going to Dubai and how that went well. Um, <laughs> I think it was just before. I think it was just before then we might have been top of the league. Dude, it was then, longer than that, man. Was that it? was like you guys were on the heels of an undefeated Rangers. It, like I don't think you guys were ahead of Rangers at all last season. I thought maybe in the very beginning, but it like quickly. I That's what I'm saying. Like, I think you might have been like at the, like you said, like at the very start. Yeah, you the know, very like beginning, I thought we might have been. And then things were getting away. Like, they got a, like, they were still within reach, still within reach. And then there just came a point of like no return. And then it was just, yo, I got, just, a, yeah, I got the Facebook, uh, I don't know what to call them anymore. The people on the US soccer Facebook pages. Yeah. I got them all going today because so first oh. off, Celtic look like they could be a quarter a Champions League quarterfinal team right now. Like Celtic yeah. look really, really good. Hatate's the man. Yeah, they, <laughs> they played like no they joke. did against Rangers that the, game. They were unstoppable. <clears throat> the, shopping, the shopping they've done has turned that team on its head in like mm -hmm. a year. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, granted it's you know, we can get into the, the politics of like, hey, they don't have enough Champions League spots in Scotland. But right, right. I think Celtic have the talent to be competitive at the Champions League level. I don't know that they're going to, you know, win it all. Yeah. But they do look really, really good in a yeah. unique way. Um, so the topic of that came up on one of these threads. And they were talking about how um, the Celtic would be a t top half of the MLS table. 
team. And I just laughed at that and said, Motherwell would be a top half yeah. MLS team. <laughs> and dude, I got absolutely roasted. So, uh, you know, rinsed. These guys are sitting there saying Motherwell would be bottom of the MLS. The MLS is way better than that. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm like, I don't know, guys. I'm pretty sure Motherwell would win the MLS. Yeah, you know 60,000 seat stadium just completely packed. And you're telling me that Philadelphia Union could come in and get a result at Celtic Park? I like, smashed. <laughs> I don't understand how physical they get right. in Scotland. Yeah. Like, Scottish refs, maybe that would be part of the problem is going to the MLS with MLS <laughs> rules, yeah. if you will. But I don't know, dude. I just was looking at it like, I don't think people realize the MLS and the Scottish Premiership. Are yeah. like no, they're not. They're yeah. not even. Yeah. Like even with how few teams, and sure, there's a couple teams that would get some wins, and there's sure, some really course. good MLS teams. But there's right. a big difference between the middle of the MLS and the top of the MLS. Yeah, and there's a big difference between. Well, I mean, I was like to say there's a big. I mean, obviously there's a big difference between you know bottom of the Premiership and top of the Premiership, with you know Celtic. I mean, there's sixty thousand seat stadiums, and the other stadiums are like you know ten thousand, fifteen thousand. I mean, that's a big difference. Um, and right, but like in wages, like quality of players that like you can attract and stuff like that. And you look at some of like the the designated player signings that like MLS MLS teams make, and like I don't want to say skill wise. I'm this is a very hard talent wise. I'm with you. That's kind of what I was going off. Yeah, I'm telling you, the talent of a player in that league is better or younger. Than yeah. the talent in the MLS, right? The MLS has talent yeah. in older players. Yes. You would yes. get a little bit of energy and a little bit more, I'm going to say grit, out of some of yeah. these Scottish players going over there that would just yeah. be. And I think also, which I know is, isn't exactly the squad itself, but I think like the degree as to how effective a 12th man can be, like with the fans and like, you know, the home home games and stuff like that, like that can be really strong for some and really like not so strong for some. But I think for Celtic, that is like an immense and immense. Did you guys see the pre like before the game had kicked off? Like how how they've done like the, with the new lights, how it all goes black, and then it's just like the Celtic players are always at the beginning of the game. They huddle like in the middle of the pitch, yeah, um, or the middle of their half that they're on for that game, and then all those green lights just focus down right on them, and they have like like lights going on in the state. Like it's just like I I'm with you. It's a so, spectacle. Alex and I won like a five aside tournament and got to go to. I don't know if we got to go or we were going anyway to you like a Rebs game against DC United. Mm-hmm. It was probably like 10 years ago now, man. Yeah. Um, Sad. But uh, <laughs> the DC fans came marching through the parking lot chanting like trash talking. And I just I remember looking at you, Alex. I mean, like, dude, could you imagine doing that back home? They'd have yeah. literally Molotovs thrown at them. Like mm-hmm. they would have bricks thrown at their heads for pulling that. Yeah. That is not a 12th man. That is a cheerleader section. Yeah. And then like it's different, man. It, it's until you've gone overseas and any of the other countries have these supporters, right? Like you go mm-hmm. to a small club in Portugal, go to Italy, go to S- Spain. Yeah. You know, it's it's all like that. It's go crazy. to Nottingham Forest. You have an idiot that runs in the field and punches, that's willing nuts. to punch. That's <laughs> nuts, man. That's crazy. Yeah. From Leicester. The closest yeah. thing to it, in my opinion, is Buffalo Bills fans. <laughs> I can't. I have no idea. But Just throwing it out there, I don't think there's anything else like it. It's yeah. It's yeah. It's shoot. Even like Argentina, like they get some, right. some oh, wild stuff out there. 100%. That I think that, um, that just doesn't bring it yeah. back to Celtic, Steve. I stand by what I was saying, man. I think you guys are like a Champions League knockout stage team. Like you guys are going to be competing. You'd beat United right now, no yeah. problem. 
I think Celtic Park. I think Celtic Park um, hosting a Champions League fixture. I would. I give that a lot more run for its money than Celtic being away. I feel like the the recent uh, Celtic Celtic showings in the Champions League, the ones that I can remember from is like 2017, maybe earlier than that, where we've had to go up against like PSG and like Barcelona, like. It's been tough. Like, yeah, but I like, feel like you guys would compete now, and I. So I would like to think thing, so. The only like wrench in the mix for me is all of a sudden people are going to be looking at Postacoglu and being like, "Can we figure him out?" Mm-hmm. And the you know what I mean? Can they don't be that dominant for two or three years? Mm-hmm. And if they can, I don't see why you guys wouldn't make a run at it. Yeah. Um, but I, I will be interested in seeing if they figure out. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I so love the fact that Postacoglu is like a foreigner from like Australia, right? Yeah, he's from yeah, I think he's a Greek born Australian. Um cool. Pasta but, man. Yeah, right. But I just think it's so cool that like and I think it honestly works in his favor being somebody who's not been through like the that's rigmarole. That's of, like, what I'm top. saying. Yeah. Hey, do you think he'll get figured out? I think that's bound to happen at some point. Look at Pep, man. They haven't figured him out yet. I'm not saying. I mean, it could be far, like seasons from, from now, that. right? It could be seasons. <laughs> I think from they now. figured him out. They just still don't know how to win. Well, like right. all this, all the people, like you know, like the David Moyes and Brendan Rodgers, and like all these different people who've been through all these numerous different clubs, and like you know, Renieri's and all these people. Oh, like I would like, not use like, Moyes as your reference for this. No, but it's just like when you think of Postecoglou, it's like. What's he done? Like nobody knows anything about his style. Nobody knows anything about. They just right. have to Google things real Who's quick. This guy. Yeah. Look at like look at this. It gets like even. It gets even darker though. Uh, when they were doing press, yeah. or on the TV, I mean. Yeah, Paul Dalglish. <laughs> yeah, it's packed yeah. sixty thousand. And you'll notice there's no one stood at the front of those stands instructing them what to cheer. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. It's something else, man. Yeah. I think, and I, I mean, you see, like, you see, like, I don't know how much merit there is behind this, but you see, like, I've seen excerpts from people's interviews, like Chavi, Messi, like, <clears throat> and saying that, like, played in a lot of different places. Or I've seen a lot of pros saying Celtic Park has one of the best atmospheres, if not the best atmosphere to play football in. Or pros have been like, I've, Celtic Park is one place I would love to go, have, like, play at some Bucket time in my career. Sure. And like, there's some notable names on that list who are saying those things. Like, you know, I've played there, and it's really tough to play there. Or, I would love to play there because I hear the atmosphere is crazy. Yeah. You had mentioned the New England Revolution. I just wanted to bring it up real quick. Did you guys know that they had changed their badge? Yeah, we talked about this. Oh, I have to say, it's having deja vu. Yeah, you were little... present, and I said it was a ripoff of Rangers. Yeah, it looks like said, it. And yeah. you're the smartest person I've ever met. I'm like, thanks, Steve. You know, it was ringing a bell. Now it's not. Now it sounds no. funny. <laughs> yeah. um, are you guys ready for the life alert persons of the week? Oh, oh we, have a, we, we have we got a twofer. You someone's ready? taking someone else down with them. You're All right. Ready? ready? No, unrelated. Miller. I'm falling <laughs> and I can't get up. <laughs> Poor Miss Miller. Um, <laughs> so the life alert point. people of the week are unrelated. Two separate incidents. You're getting a two mm-hmm. for one. Okay. Uh, a brace, if you will. The first one is our our good friend um, over at Liverpool or Liverpool at Tottenham. What's uh, Daniel Levy? The lovely mm-hmm. Daniel Levy. So mm-hmm. in this transfer market, Daniel Levy had sent um, had, had been signing 
Bentecourt. And I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, so step in and correct me. Um, but they had just, whatchamacallit, they had just signed, uh, signed um, Dijin Kulazewski. So they sent Pentecourt the contract for uh, Dijin Kulazewski. So lovely Daniel Levy's back at it again, sent the wrong guy the contract with the wrong name on it. <laughs> so an absolute blunder there um, after failing to get uh, Traore, who went to Barcelona on loan. So I don't know. Daniel Levy's just been the punching bag this season of uh, the help I've fallen from whoever's jersey he was charging people to sell or trade. But uh, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> like, could you imagine getting that and being like, yo, this is a better offer. I'm not signing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. I screw the whole thing up, you idiot. Um, so classic uh daniel levy and then the next one our second one is uh kurt zuma yeah i'm not playing it again um <laughs> kurt just, kurt zuma is the life alert person of the week um so kurt zuma had his brother around right and they were in the kitchen messing about and the is west ham star bert <laughs> bert zuma <laughs> so <laughs> west ham star uh-huh. picked up his cat his brother turned on snapchat filming it and he drop kicked his cat across the kitchen. Uh, so, Kurt, Kurt did? Yes. Yeah. And it's on Snapchat. And Kurt Zuma's had to come out in the press and apologize. Um, How do you apologize? Be like, it's, I slipped? <laughs> poor form? I don't know. <laughs> like, you know what, I mean? like <laughs> what are you supposed to say to that? How do you, you rebound? Know? Like, that was bad judgment. That was like, that was bad judgment. Like, no, man, that's animal cruelty. Right. Fam. There's yeah, nine like, lives. There seems to be like no punishment for it either. It's just, yeah, my bad. How do you, what? You know, if you're driving, yeah, that's not a my bad thing for a camera, you're doing it on a more regular basis. So Kurt Zuma should yeah. be suspended by the Prem. Uh, PETA should be there handling this, but ultimately, uh, West Ham have apparently come out and condemned his actions, saying oh, West Ham universe, do or un, unreservedly condemns the actions of the player, Kurt Zuma, in the video that is circulated. Can we break spoken to Kurt? And we will be dealing with the matter internally, but we would like to make it clear that we in no way condone cruelty towards animals. Yeah. Moise has been like, all right, it's poor form. Like, come on, Moise. How are you going to, what are you going to do? Like, that's got to be at least like a couple game suspension and a fat fine. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I was just like, you, One sir, have earned yourself a life alert person. We should start sending these guys medals. <laughs> Or life alerts. Let's start wondering why. <laughs> yeah. You know. Little life alerts. Yeah. Life alert. Please sponsor. Um, somebody who bounced back like a, a cat with nine lives. Uh, Steve Bruce. He is uh, at West Bromwich Albion now. Uh, Bromwich. He has returned to working with Andy Carroll, who was also recently at Newcastle and then at Reading and is now uh, at West Brom. Um, interestingly I posted so West Brom go back to the championship how we started this podcast Uh, they were they're in sixth place right now so they're in a playoff spot for uh, that third promotion spot from the championship so there is the I guess if the world is just and everything they could potentially go up to the Premier League we could see Bruce Ball return back to the Prem and of course you know Newcastle I don't know if you guys have heard me say, but they're struggling um, down in relegation. They could be down in the championship while Steve Bruce and West Brom 
uh, go ham are, are, are in the prem. Um, funnily enough, uh, Steve Bruce ceased to have to gain some energy and some pep in his step. Uh, his in his first interview, he said that West Brom are a Premier League caliber team, and it is my job to get them back there. Are they undefeated yet? I don't think. I mean, he hasn't played a game. Uh, he he hasn't once said that. Never once said that. I believe about Newcastle. Um, even if he did, he definitely wasn't sincere. But um, yeah, I mean, yo, I'm here for the day that Newcastle aren't in the prem and Steve Bruce is. I mean, is that a world we want to live in, though? Yes, yes, it is. The the almighty we, yeah, it is. It is Alex. also Steve Bruce. Uh, who's West Brom's uh, like biggest rival? Newcastle um, right now. No, no, but he's 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 coached for Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United, hey, Sunderland, and Newcastle. Good, good CV. Uh, West Brom. Was he? Was he wasn't at Villa? He was somewhere else in the West Midlands. He's kind of made his way around the West Midlands and stuff too. Was it so North he's, or something like that. No. But yeah, I mean, just traveling, man. Oh, and by the way, this is the guy that also told us like two months ago that this is the last job he'll ever have. Um, He's unemployed. So, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? It was so hard for him, you know, all the fans yelling Yo, at you him. You guys were bullying the Cabbage Patch Kid. Yeah. The Cabbage Patch Kid is back, though. So I guess we'll be following his career. I'm uh, so excited. Yeah. We'll be. Steve, are you ready for where are they now? Oh, uh, I am. For I am. I am. I got him right here. Oh, so man. I've been bouncing back with between a lot of people. I thought I'd spice it up, and uh, oh, I thought I'd forward. maybe perhaps get somebody whose birthday was today. Oh, but okay. then decided against it. Talk. Okay, that's a tease. Um, and then I had somebody else lined up, but then I had uh, I couldn't remember if we did it before, so I decided against <laughs> it, and I got another one. But just. I'm re- the guy who I thought we didn't do before. Have we done Ravel Morrison before? No. No. All right. Let's start with that. Uh, is it Ravel Morrison? <laughs> wow, Alex, you're really good at this. I didn't yeah. give you a start sign yet. <laughs> On to the next episode. <laughs> um, this player um, is a... I should really know these star signs by now, honestly. Yeah, it's, I was trying to buy you time. You uh, they are a Capricorn. They are a Capricorn. And you can take it away. Is he in the Prem? Is he a current player? He is not a current player. He has played in the Prem. He spent most of his career in the Prem? He did not. Okay. Is he English? He is not English. Is he a striker? He is a forward. I don't know if he's an outright striker. He is a forward, though. He's like a attacking player. Is he European? He is European. <laughs> when did he retire? He retired in 2017. Aryan Robin. No. Not right. <laughs> is he German? He is not German. Well, I was going to guess Michael Ballack, but he's a midfielder. Also didn't retire in 2017. You don't know that? Prove it. He was like hosting the 2012 World Cup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From the pitch. Uh... Oh, that's correct. I think 2010 was the last time he played for yeah. Germany. Don't go but... down that rabbit hole, Steve. 
was he in a top six team, a quote unquote top six team? He was. What number did he wear for his national team? For his national team, I think he wore number 10. I have to check that though. Yeah, Robin would have been a good bet. You should have picked Robin, Steve. He did it wrong. <laughs> the Portuguese? Oh, you should have. You should. Yeah, he was number ten. No, you should have guessed the right answer. I'm not in the wrong. You Is are. he Italian? Uh, no, and no, he's not. Hmm. Spanish? Uh-uh. We're gonna go, we're gonna be here forever if you guys do this. Okay. So he's like Czech, Ukrainian. Nope, and nope. Mm. Did he play for Arsenal. He did not play for Arsenal. Tottenham? Okay. No. <laughs> Man, you was he right footed no. or left footed? He's right footed. Chelsea. He played for Chelsea. <laughs> did he wear number 10 for Chelsea? Uh, I don't think he did. Uh hold up. Two secs. Okay. Holding. Uh you're welcome to ask another question. Did he win the golden boot? Has he won a World Cup? He did not. What, ask, what number did you ask me that he wore for Chelsea? 10. 10. He did not wear number 10. Okay. Has he won he, a World Cup? He's not won a World Cup. Has he won Euros? He wore number 7 for Chelsea. Eden Hazard? Uh, has he won Euro? It's not Eden Hazard. Has he won the Euros? He has not. I can't think of notable number sevens for Chelsea. As a striker? Or was he like a... Well, they played three at the top. Attacking player. Ramirez? Uh Uh-uh. Ramirez is more of like a central midfielder. But he's not European. Yeah, true. Did he retire from Chelsea? Nah. He retired from a European club in the country he's from. Verifying. Yeah, he retired when he retired from football. He retired from a team. He retired from a team in the country that he represented. Oh god damn it. I can picture So him. he went he went Did back he have home. a beard. No, no, no. So it's not Shevchenko. It's not Shevchenko. It's not Andrei Shevchenko. Who is Ukrainian? Are you sure? Positive. I think you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, this man made his made his career. He's most notable for playing in Italy. When did he leave uh, Chelsea? Two thousand four. Oh, oh God. God, Gianfranco Zola. <laughs> <laughs> what club did he play at in, in Italy? Uh, multiple. A lot. What? He played for a lot. Like, there's one, two, three, four, five. Uh, six. Oh, is it the guy that got in trouble for cocaine? <laughs> Adrian Mutu. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, oh, friend, <laughs> <Earl>. <laughs> Co- 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 Adrian Mutu. No, he's Romanian. 
Ah, oh, that's right. I thought he was Italian. I thought he said, oh, Steve, whatever. do you have another where are they now? The crowd, <laughs> the crowd wants another way. Yeah. No, I, I well, I had Raval Morrison. Oh, fast, that wasn't fast. I don't think that was that fast. Um, that's what she said. Okay, Adrian, um, you too. Adrian, you too. Yeah, a who, Pokemon character. <laughs> who I think tested positive for cocaine twice. Um, I think he tested positive for cocaine while he's at Chelsea, and that's why he was only at Chelsea for a year. That's right. They pretty much kicked him out. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, well, you're late to the late to the party here, <laughs> Brett. Cheesy. Um, but yeah, Adrian Mutu played for all uh, uh, numerous teams. Did he um, play for Inter for a while? He played for Inter, Verona, Parma, Juventus, Inter. Fiorentina. Fiorentina, that's the one I was. Fiorentina is the one that he. Jersey, right? Yeah, Fiorentina is the one where he's Inter, wasn't he? Say that one more time. Was he like a player of the year candidate with Inter? He was he, up there. I would doubt it. I mean, at Inter, he only had 10 appearances and no goals. So, I, I mean, you might be right, but I mean, he must have had some 10 amazing appearances to not score any goals. Yeah, right. And to not. <laughs> yeah. But at Fiorentina, where he was at for five years, which is the longest of his career, uh, at Fiorentina, he had 112 appearances and 54 goals. Um, retired from a Romanian team, uh, Targu Mure. Don't even try. Yeah. Uh, played for Romania's national team from 2000 to 2013, 77 appearances, 35 goals. Um, Adrian Mutu, who also managed a few teams as well, as recent as 2021. Copa Italia, top goal scorer, 2009-2010 season. 2009-2010? And then so again, that would have been for Fiorentina. Yeah. I know he tested positive more than once. Um, but yeah. Retired from football in 2006. Oh, it's just 2006. Well, 16, 17. Uh, yeah. The game Adrian was rigged from the start. The game was rigged from the start. Didn't I'm going to tell you right now to research <laughs> why why he his explanation of why he was doing cocaine is worth Googling. I'm not going to read it on air. Uh, oh, for... I was about to read it on air. <laughs> nope. I lied. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Alex. Cancel Alex. <laughs> why was Mutu doing cocaine? It's just got a picture of him and Robbie Fowler, just arm in arm. Just what's wrong with that? He was just taking the drug to improve his sexual prowess. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Um, well, some people take pills, some people take cocaine. Um, anyway, looking at Serie yeah. A in the current day, uh, I talked about it more at the beginning of the show. AC Milan beating Inter, two uh, one, a man down. Uh, Inter now sitting top 53 points, 23 matches played. Napoli and Milan, AC Milan, uh, second and third place, 24 matches played on 52 points. Very tight at the top. Juventus is in fourth um, at 45 points, so they're a little bit behind, but well within those Champion League spots. Pretty interesting stuff going on, I think, uh, around the globe. We haven't checked in there in a while. And then over in La Liga. Yo, Inter rebranded. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Inter Milan have a new badge, and it's – I think oh, I hate yeah. it. It's been it's been rebranded for a little bit now. Ben Not had. all, Steve. Ben had. Yeah, yeah Ben had. That's <laughs> old news. Uh, over in La Liga, yeah. uh, Real Madrid are pretty much running away with things right now. Was it five points? points? Is it a yeah. five-point gap? Yeah. 53 points on top. Sevilla in second uh, with 47. So you do the math. You know what I read that was really funny while we're talking on Sevilla real quick? Mm-hmm. Was the, the, they had been, we had talked about so much that 
Anthony Martial, and they how like they brought Ronaldo on the screen, like at Sevilla. Old as, yeah, old Ronaldo. Like all these different, <laughs> like they clearly wanted and expressed much effort and desire into getting Martial there. And he has his debut over the weekend. I can't remember who they played. Uh, so it was a goalless draw, and he was hooked off at I think ten minutes or fifteen minutes to the end of the game. And I, I can't pronounce his last name. Loop, lip, lip. What's the manager at? Sevilla? I know who, Lupe, who you're talking about, yeah. but I can't say his name either. Lupe Dugari, I don't know his name, but uh, he said he was like very much disappointed in Martial's performance, and they're going to need much more from him going forward, like much more effort, all this stuff. I'm like, strange. You know, the dude's played one game in like three years. What do you expect? I know. <laughs> I know. That's what they said. Like, it take, it's going to take time to like get accommodated, and I hope that happens soon and all this stuff. But like this game was much over. too excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Osasuna and Sevilla. Yeah, um, yeah. The big game, of course, funny. Barcelona beating Atletico Madrid four two again with ten men. Um, Triore got a little bit of time on the pitch. Uh, very interesting. Puts them back into Champions League spots. I think it'd be. Uh, but if Barcelona doesn't make Champions League, uh, the financial issues that they're facing now will be nothing than what it's going to be compared to uh, in the next couple of... Barcelona just announced a new sponsorship with Spotify. Uh, I believe Spotify are going to be on the kits going forward. So that'd be nice. You got the blue and red of of Barcelona, then the big old green Spotify logo just right in the middle. That'd be nice. Um, If you would like to listen to this podcast, you can find it on Spotify. Um, Mm. We have not... You can find it on FC Barcelona shirt. (laughs) Next season. season, uh, Afterwards. Uh, we'll, have the, we'll have the QR code right on the jerseys. So right, <laughs> <laughs> just just watch and scan. That'll be uh, <laughs> the best thing going for us. Uh, so yeah, but Ben, uh, Atletico Madrid looked pretty, I don't know, just average uh, compared to what they were last season. Um, which might be Manchester United's only saving grace coming up in the uh, in the Champions League. I will screw it up. Don't worry, <laughs> we will we will screw it up. Don't 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 get your hopes up there. I don't know. Jordi Alba and Danny Alves, though, scoring for Barcelona. Uh, kind of felt like 2014 all over again. Wow. Bit. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, and yes, the score as well. How did that? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Cheesy Andy Deasy says if Martial started at all right, you're started an art club, he should call it Martial Art Family. All right. You guys I'm can find <laughs> the individual and uh, Chesnick. I'm laughing at something funny I read on my phone, not not yeah. what you. Yeah. Right. Not, not your jokes. comment. Not, not your, your comment. Jokes. Yeah. <laughs> jokes have fallen flat here on the. On the it's on been a bad day for jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of jokes, U.S. soccer. Um, hey. <laughs> uh, Burl Halter, possibly the worst coach I've ever seen. The more I pay attention to him, the more I hate him. Burl Halter. First off, have you guys seen the trick back passes he's doing to players? Yeah. Steve, have you seen this? There's really? compilations of the most unnecessary behind-the-back passes Burrowhalter does to players for throw-ins. Wait, look, um, wait. I'm going to see if our oh. PR people can find that in the background while I continue to rant. On top of that, in the 75th minute in a game he requested to be played in Minneapolis, he's taken selfies with fans. No, oh, man. Like... I mean, it's not a selfie, but like he's he handing out snoods. It's pretty cold up there. No, we got to go back to that. Um, <laughs> they did have to put in a request to wear snood uh, to FIFA uh, for it to count. But Burlhalter <laughs> is just so extra. Um, how can you take pictures? Are you so unprofessional that you're going to go and take pictures with fans during a game? 
Oh, it was like, during the game. Like, yeah, it was the 75th it was during minute. the game. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I, I yeah, mean, after weird. the game. I thought you were being harsh, and I was like, bro, it's like, no. it's not a big deal. It was like the 75th minute. <laughs> I didn't know it was during the game. Yeah. No, and I'm pretty sure someone was hurt. Like, if I remember correctly, the keeper from Honduras was on the ground injured, so he turned to the fans, took some pictures. Yeah, with probably him. frostbite. So, yeah, actually, Honduras frostbite. had to sub their keeper out at halftime to treat him for hypothermia. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. For real? Yeah. Was, Two players. So, yep. We're tr- treated for hypothermia. Exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, like, honestly, it, I don't get why they didn't. Like, FIFA should have stepped in there and canceled that game as dangerous conditions. Yeah. Like, they, they should have stepped in and done that. Please tell me this is Burl Halter's, like, crappy back yeah. behind the back passes. Because yeah. if it is, I'm going to sit here and just rant. Here you go, Steve. Sure. Be ready. We're going to give it a second. I got to start it over, bro. I'm not even sure it makes sense. Holy cow, the frame rate. Is yeah, this is this is painful. Uh, oh, okay, I got I could picture. Oh, I no, could... no, no. It gets worse. Most obvious that he could, he could have just tossed it. To yes. I get the objections to it, but no, I wouldn't say it's any bro. more unnecessary. Than what are you know. doing? What are you doing? This is the face of a country. Right? This is U.S. soccer right here. This is someone who, in a press conference... Your brother likes the ball. <laughs> no. Shoot hoops. Shoot hoops. Sure. Go do that. Go down to your local gym. Play some basketball. Get off the field. It's embarrassing. Like, if I ever saw... With no context, if I ever saw this video, and I was like, what manager does this? I was like, he's probably from America. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> He's going to go play somewhere else. I can't wait for them to play a European country where, like, a mouthy 19-year-old just rips him apart. Because you know if someone's going to start giving him banter. And I don't think he's going to be able to handle it. He's going to expect the respect because that's the kind of guy he is. This is the guy that says U.S. losing 2-0 had a dominant performance. By the way, that meme I sent you guys earlier on that is absolutely fire. Check out Swift Kicks um, Twitter, and I'll put that up there later. But, dude. Check Burl out the Halter. handle right yep. there. Yep, there it is. Burhalter is killing me. Um, U.S. beat Honduras. I don't believe this puts them in, despite what Alex is about to say, I don't believe this puts U.S. soccer safe in qualifying for the 2022 World Cup. Alex, what, what do you think? I don't know if it makes them safe. Um, I can pull up the table real quick, but I think it makes them a lot more of a compelling I mean, they only have three more games that they got to play. Yeah, but let's but, talk about those three games, bro. They're in trouble. Okay. Their next game, March 24th, Azteca, Mexico. Okay. Mexico, third place right now, sitting on the same amount of points, same in amount Mexico. of matches played in Mexico. Okay, so theoretically, you could lose that one. You'd still be on 21 points. If Panama – who does Panama play? Uh <clears throat> Panama next plays Honduras. Uh, so that's a game that they could win. Should. So that would bring them to 20 points. So only a point behind the U.S. when Panama and the U.S. would play in the next. US. Yeah. Um, so that would be a tight game. And, and you all know how US the U.S. Got, does. <laughs> they got to close out against Costa Rica in Costa Rica. I don't think they're going to Where qualify. they've had poor success in... I'm- coming away with wins telling you the u.s are screwed the u.s are about to just bottom out of this table they're gonna end up in sixth place or fifth place it's a strategic play for the u.s to not make a tournament in the middle. all right um can we 
can we just cancel this dude? Like, <laughs> some geopolitics coming into this. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. No, I just I think if the US walk away from, from Mexico with a point, they're they're gravy. I don't think it's gonna happen though. I think I think they're in deep water. So you think it all comes down to the Mexico game? Say they 100%. win against Mexico. There there is a scenario. I think if we win against Mexico uh and Panama loses their game, then qualified worth worth through. At yeah, least very correct. close to through. But it's also U.S. soccer. So, like, you know they're going to lose to Mexico, and then they're going to lose to Panama, and then they're going to go and, like, have some weird tie in Costa Rica. Yeah. Also, big country, Alexi Lawless, is my favorite Alexi Lawless. We've seen we've seen the many faces of Alexi Lawless. Him in camo with a beard in Minneapolis is hilarious. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. Dude, yeah. it was awesome. Uh, I did just come across a stat, though, for the U.S. Uh, in this CONCACAF World Cup qualifying cycle, uh, when Pepe starts, 16 points, 14 goals, 6 games. Uh, and in the 5 games where Pepe didn't start, only 5 points the U.S. has pulled from that. He's scored twice, so maybe he's the key. Maybe. Maybe Berhalter screwed up anyway. Yeah, I mean, he probably, probably won't start him. Yeah, or he'll play like one of McKinney and Pulisic. Right. And for some reason in goal. Just cause. So uh Bear Halter is eleven World Cup qualifying stats right now. Six wins, three draws, two losses, fifty-four percent win rate. Uh Klinsman had a sixty-two percent win rate once it was all said and done after twenty-four games. Bob Bradley had a oh god, Bob Bradley had a seventy-two percent win rate. And uh, Bruce Arena, the tactical genius, had a 55% win rate. So Bearhalter is in good company with Bruce Arena. Terrible. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> They're so, probably neighbors. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Jermaine Jones. If you look closely, Bruce, Arena, uh, was Bruce the... Arena used to do the no look pass. You just. <laughs> I don't think Bruce Arena ever took his hands out of his pockets. <laughs> Have you seen Bruce Arena's hands? Yeah. Do they exist? If you have, like, hey, can you go there. get me that over there? What? Yeah, over why there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was one Premier League game for everybody Burnley versus Watford in a game that meant so so much for both teams. Uh, to get points, um, Burnley had T Rex, um, and Watford had a chance. T Rex, <laughs> yeah, T Rex. Yeah. Remember, they signed. Uh, the player from uh, not Vertebramum, uh, one of the German teams. Oh, yes. with the with the video the answer with, for Woods. Yeah, exactly. Um, Veghorst. Um, so, oh, but but he didn't score, and neither did anybody. So it ended nil nil. Glad that you were also lost, Ben, because I was like, I don't know what's. <laughs> <laughs> it was also the best result for Newcastle. Um, Watford now sitting on even points, even matches played, 15 points. North City. Are you, are you looking at the table right now? Yeah. Can you show us? Yeah, you want to see the table? Yeah, I want to see the table. How badly do you want to see the table? I mean, like not three. I mean, I could three out of pull. five. Yeah, mm, three out of ten. Three out of five, that's pretty good. It's middle of the pack. Okay. Slightly above. This is the bottom of the table. Just Where do you want to go? Anybody who's watching the stream, they can see it as we talk to them. Newcastle on 21, 21, 22. Okay, so it's... Ah. 15 points. Watford, 21 <laughs> games played, 15 points. North City, 
who we're really going for, and Everton. I think now Leeds might be in this conversation. No, I would love Everton get relegated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate Lamps. Lampard just tanks another team. Yeah, <laughs> dude, his career would be done. He yeah. would never have a coaching job again. <laughs> uh, where do you want to go, Ben? Uh, you locate Man United. Oh, I think Tough I, I got a championship. Yeah, yeah keep um, going. Oh, there, there. All right, let's just sit there for a second. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this for the week. You just wanted to look at it. You just wanted to gaze at being top four. Yeah, because that's gone in about two days. I was about skinning your teeth, top four. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. I think West Ham are still going to tumble downstairs. Arsenal are going to climb up. I mean, look at Arsenal and Tottenham. They've got two games on United, three games on on West Ham. Like that's going to put Man United in like six, West Ham in seven. I mean, potentially Wolves could get in the mix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're screwed. I'm gonna throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing lamps in the championship. Um, just want to point out, uh, going back to the wood. Um, Boreham Wood is going to play against Frank Lampard's Everton. Uh, Boreham Wood's manager is Luke Garrard. So we are just uh, one vowel short of a <laughs> of a Gerard Lampard duel. Um, so unfortunately, yeah, Castle got this weekend. Um, I think your mom. Uh, I believe they play Everton. That's a win. Yeah, we got Everton, Villa, West Ham, Brentford, Brighton, all in a row. I mean, if it's not the most important sort of five-game stretch for the club, I don't really know what is. Um, yeah, Bruno Gamarish, our big Brazilian signing, uh, coming out and saying in his first press conference, you know, it's great when you have like a player that's from like a different country and doesn't hasn't quite gotten the uh, delicacy of working with like the English media and things like that, and they just come out and say the truth. Um, and he said that this season is all about survival. And then he's like, in three years' time, yeah, we want to try and be in a Champions League spot, which I think most people realistically thought. That's fair. But it's just nice to like actually hear a player come out and be like, yeah, we're like all focus is on just yeah, <laughs> surviving. I actually think Newcastle are going to walk away for those five wins. Who do you think against? I think they're going to. Their loss is going to be against Aston Villa. I think you're going to have a good win against Everton. You're going to have a little bit of a setback, and then you're going to go on a tear for three games in a row. All right. I mean, that Everton game tomorrow is is big. The Muffin Uh, Man? No. Uh, Alex, did you see uh, that uh, the the press or the interview or whatever article about Bruno? What was your new signing? Bruno Bruno Gamarish. Gamarish. Uh, saying that we want to win the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. what I was talking about. Like he, he, before that, he said like this season is all about survival. In about two, three years' time, we want to be going for a Champions League spot, and then, <clears throat> yeah, ultimately they want to, they want to win the Champions League, which I'm all about. Like, let's do it. <laughs> Just seeing Wood lifting the trophy off. Right. Yeah, I think Chris Wood might be out the door. But uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Some of those guys you're gonna get a uh, affinity for if you uh, can. Yeah, Jojo Shelby and... lifting up the. <laughs> All right, first the blonde door. <laughs> That's just a fictional story. <laughs> Steve Bruce in the background. <laughs> I don't know. Jokes are yeah. falling flat, bro. Yeah. Uh, I heard there's been some trouble with Mike Ashley trying to buy Darby County because they don't think he's actually serious. Um, 
because I don't know, it might be in the last 14 years in which he didn't seriously run a Premier League club. But he, he just know. keeps adding to cart, but he's not going to check out. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Premier League asked us for comments on his behavior at meetings, and I think it salvaged or tanked their deal. The Premier League <laughs> Championship. Shut your mouth. Yeah. All right. So that's what's going on. Um, we did do Premier League trash takes last weekend um none of us remember what we said and we're not willing to go back and look at i it. remember but i'm just choosing not to not true. recall no. it right now so this one uh brought to you by prevagen um my order so starting with the newcastle everton game tomorrow. oh yeah that was my pick newcastle to be everton okay great steve what was yours the other one <clears throat> uh league Going from tomorrow, that being Tuesday the 8th through Thursday, February 10th. Tuesday. So if you're listening to this any other day of the week, I was either right and I told you so, or I was wrong because I didn't want to win. Uh, let's go further. Let's let's extend. Go to Saturday. Let's go to extends. Um, we can go all the way through Sunday, February 13th. Holy. Yo, Chelsea and Arsenal postponed already? Apparently. God Damn it. <laughs> uh, Leeds are going to beat Everton. Okay. At, at Goodison. I always forget Leeds are in the Premier League. <laughs> okay. So Everton going to lose two in a row. Welcome back, Lamps. Prick. <laughs> so you have Ben saying Newcastle beating Everton. Steve says Leeds beating Everton. Uh-huh. Is there another Everton game we can pick here? No, um, there's not. Unfortunate. Is there another Everton game <laughs> we can just pick? I would look at Man United. There is Norwich Crystal Palace, which is interesting to me. I hope no. I need Norwich to lose every single game for the rest of their life. Mm. Um, what else we have here? There's a lot. It's like Chelsea and Arsenal postponed. Wolves versus Arsenal. That could be interesting. That could be. I was looking at Wolves and Tottenham. Wolves and Arsenal. Wolves hosting Arsenal. I don't... I don't know. You don't know? Leicester City over West Ham, maybe? I don't... Man, Leicester used to be a pretty solid guess. I don't... I don't know with Leicester anymore. But West Ham are bad. They're, they're better than Leicester, according to the table. For look at the games in hand, Steve, you swayed me. Wolves to tie Arsenal. Okay, we'll get right. you next time. <laughs> so for a recap, we have Newcastle beating Everton. We have Leeds beating Everton on Saturday. Um, Frank Lampard to be sacked by Sunday. And oh, yeah. <laughs> God, if we put money on that and that happens, that would be yeah, we'd be investigated. <laughs> and and wolves tie Lamps Arsenal. would be investigated. Wolves yeah. over who? Wolves to tie Arsenal. That sounds like a good weekend. I'm glad the prem's back. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I am. I, I like I said at the beginning. I, I think we've been teasing that. I'm glad it's we're talking the league coming back for forever. But yo, are we are we live next Tuesday? Is that yes, what it we is? are. We'll yeah. be back next Tuesday with our, my main man, Adam Robbins. Um, from Just Ruben's Ben's Bruce. main man. Yeah, the man. 
<laughs> Legend himself. Tottenham could be in good shape. And we'll have to hear what he has to say about that. So good things coming. And uh, we'll see you next week. Ta-ta for now. Happy Valentine's Day if I don't see you. <laughs> if I don't see you. <laughs> Ricky Ricardo. Ricardo. Oh.